Hello. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing just fine. How are you? Oh, just so wonderful. Oh, good. I'm glad to glad to hear it. You know, very sad that that our good friend Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a long shot, even <laughs> even as I was asking you. <laughs> when he's here, he doesn't last past seven. So I'm sure that's still the case. Why are people mentioning me on Facebook, and why am I checking? Ooh, turning into a little Facebook boy? I've got a secret Facebook that I don't actually look at, so I was just clearing out my <laughs> my badges, so I was checking my email, and friend of the show, Jesse, keeps tagging me in things on Facebook that I don't look at. Oh. Does, does, does friend Jesse know that uh, this is uh, mostly a secret Facebook? He's been told. I don't know if it, he'll oh. he'll know now. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll hear it uh, in what a week. <laughs> yep, he'll hear it on on Friday. My daughter is rattling her doorknob and yelling, "No night, night, Dada!" So that's <laughs> very good timing on her part. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't like being oppressed. Well, you know who does. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, What's just trying on? to exercise her freedoms. Is it blind day? Psyche Maca. What? Blind Day? Um, Google, Google's Doodle today is a blind day. Oh, guy. okay. Huh. Japanese it's long since I paid attention to that. Saichi Miyaki. Hmm. hmm. Who was Saichi Miyaki? I don't want to watch a YouTube video about it. Right? Can I just read something? <laughs> A day, what a day! How are you doing, Zach? I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah, sounds like you had a had an interesting day, or uh, at least a long day. Yeah, it was a long day. What did I do today? Oh, it wasn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> Just feels a little long, maybe. Yeah, woke up and uh, woke up, went and picked up our kid, went to my mom's house and did a little bit of taxes. Went to Whiskey Barrel, had corned beef and cabbage. Oh, nice. Came home. That was about it. How about how about you? What did you how did you spend your uh, St. Patrick's Day? Very boring. I went for a walk in the morning, and then Sundays are normally my uh, laundry days. Mm. So then I went to my parents' house, did laundry, uh, ate dinner, then came home. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not very, not too exciting, but, and then. Well, I had my fantasy baseball draft because I'm still doing that. <laughs> okay, so so was, uh, another guy I know had a fantasy baseball draft today. Is it is today the big day to do that? I I have no idea to be honest. I think it, pretty much any time in the last like two weeks of March or so tends to be relatively popular times. Oh, okay. You ever um, you ever meet Chuck? Chuck. Chuck is a friend of Jesse's who is now friends with me. I don't believe so, but okay. it's possible. He had a fantasy baseball draft today as well. Oh, okay. Ronnie kept hanging on in that. Oh, you weren't in that, were you? Hmm. The fantasy baseball that one year I did with the theater people, and me and Ronnie did it, and we were winning, but we weren't making. We weren't dropping and picking up players left and right like everybody else, so they all got mad at us. 
The the one I'm in that you were in it for a while too is with some guy named Sean and then Michael Kylie. That's the same one. Okay, so you're still okay. in that league. Okay. Yes, I because I always this year they actually got like ten teams, so it might be a decent year. But like the last two years, it's always been like only eight, and so I'm like, even though I'm like I'm kind of over this, like mm-hmm. I want a year or two break, but then I feel bad because sure. it's already. Like eight teams only is like kind of makes for rough fantasy baseball. Sure. At that point, you like everyone has good players. Right. Right. Like there's no need to make any trades. You don't really need to make that many moves, you know. Yeah. But so then I you know if you drop down to the seven, then that's not even really enough to do it. So then I have to find someone else. That's right. So so you were in that league. That is that. Was... I remember the year because I think you did it with me when it with me here for two years. Yes. But I think the second year you kind of phoned it in because the first year that I was there, you like dominated. Like you were far and away the best team, and then you lost to on like a bullshit tiebreaker. I lost on a bullshit technicality tiebreaker, and so after that, I was like, well, then the rules of this are nonsense, and I don't want to play. Yeah, because I and won. so then I ever if I remember right, you were you came the next year, but you just didn't do any moves, and then people were getting really mad about people not making enough moves. That's yeah, so that was that was with me and Ronnie. So Ronnie, I brought in that year. You've met Ronnie, but it doesn't matter. Um, okay. So Ronnie was playing that year. Ronnie is a friend of your dad's actually, because at the time he was your dad's Pepsi distributor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I. I vaguely remember. I, I know I've at least seen him before and, and probably at least been introduced to him in person once. Yeah. So he was in first place and he wasn't making any roster moves. And this other guy who was like near the middle, James, one of the Jameses, there's like 11 Jameses in that <laughs> league, but one of the Jameses who he doesn't have a job because he has uh, CP that's oh. steadily getting worse. So he can't work. And instead, oh. his whole day is filled with this league. Oh, I see. So he takes it way more seriously Incredibly than anybody seriously. else should. Yeah. And um, so he was getting really mad at Ronnie and assuming that Ronnie wasn't checking things and just getting lucky. But Ronnie was just being smart and yeah, not you messing don't always with the good need thing. To, yeah, you don't always need to uh, Fiddle with it super a lot. If you're dropping and picking up six players a week, you're probably bad at drafting. Yeah, and you're you're probably just looking too much into it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this this guy's making twelve roster moves a day. So now I'm trying to now that we're I mean you know hopefully we'll we'll hopefully get off this topic soon. But while we're on, I'm trying to see if I can look and find out my previous like seasons how I've done. Hmm. I did not do good last year because as you, as I've already alluded to, I'm kind of over it before it even begins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, it's, the, it's, it's, I am the same way with that as I am with almost every game that exists. I really like it if I'm good at it. And oh. <laughs> if I'm not that good at it, then I mostly don't like to play. If I'm having a very off night on pool, it doesn't matter if it's free pool all night and we've got the table the whole time or whatever. If I'm having yeah. an off night on pool, I don't want to play pool anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd rather go sit oh at my... the bar and drink quietly. 
Okay, this is disgusting. I didn't realize how long I've been doing this. So I a lot of years. First, first year was 2014. And then yeah. before that, I don't know if you were part of it, but before that, me, my dad, and Matt had a fantasy baseball league that we had quite a few people in. Well, I had, um, you did one with me way back. This is like 2009, okay. 2010. That was probably one of the years of that, yeah. There was one year where we did it, and I ran it, and I didn't know anything about running fantasy baseball or anything about baseball in general. Oh, okay. So I didn't make it matchups. I made it just like this cumulative points thing. And everyone just kind of sat there and earned points, and it sucked. That might have been it. And then we might have, me or my dad might have taken over the next year. Probably. Because your dad had a lot of notes for me. And so at a certain point, I was like, do you just want to do this? Because I don't know. (laughs) That sounds about right. Because I just remember one of those years, Matt uh, gaming, kind of gaming the system. Yes. And. Um, you didn't have to have good players as long as you had a lot of them. And I think we had unlimited moves. And mm-hmm. so he literally would like go on um, e- each morning and drop a bunch of mediocre pitchers and pick up a bunch of mediocre pitchers. And he just got so many like wins and innings that he just started to run away with it. Yeah, yeah. And oh, so man, that was my first year doing fantasy baseball. And it was also the year I was running it. So it just it sucked all the way around. Fantasy baseball is like a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. And so every time, back to friend of the show, Jesse, every time I talk to him about doing fantasy baseball, he goes, hmm. Yeah, no, I don't blame him. If I wasn't already part of this league, yeah. I would. I, every year I think about doing like fantasy hockey because the hockey season is much shorter than baseball. But mm. it's like I just know that baseball is coming up on the horizon. Yeah. And I'm going to burn myself out on all sorts of fantasy anything sports wise if i end up doing that oh yeah yeah and well, fantasy baseball rant of the of the year <laughs> yeah hockey's probably fine so for jesse he just he goes you know he just likes fantasy football because you only have to check it once a week yeah that's probably like the ideal sport to do a fantasy league of basically wednesday night you set your roster and then you don't have to think about it until the next wednesday yeah that or <laughs> A lot better than baseball, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I finished first in this league once. Looking back at my at my record, hmm. nice. That was the first. That was the first year we dropped down to eight teams, and I think I just kind of lucked into it. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> well, when football rolls around, do you want to be part of our suicide league? I don't know anything about football. I mean, I'd be oh, willing to join to. it, but you really don't need to. I've learned more about football being in the suicide league than I ever knew. Really? (laughs) The Suicide League is incredibly simple. It's just however many people are in it, everybody puts in $20. Every week, you pick a team you think will win. You can't pick the same team more than once. And uh, the first time you're wrong, you're out. Oh, okay. And that's it. And winner gets all the money. Uh, I'd be willing to to throw in twenty bucks. It's you know it's worth the twenty dollars to take the ride, especially if you you know you get lucky. You get lucky a few times, yeah. I got I got hooked on it because the first year we did it, we had probably twenty five people, and this was like three or four years ago, where the first week of football that year was crazy, full of upsets. Oh, <laughs> so I picked a team that everyone told me I was dumb for picking, but then out of 25 people, only like seven people made it into week two. Oh my God. Yeah. 
So that That's was nuts. that was a fun one. And then it got down to me and this other woman, and she offered to split the money, and I said, "Nah, screw that." And then she won. And then yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> as soon as you do that, then you're just destined to yeah. get like knocked out the week later. <laughs> right. I've never won it, but I I usually make it pretty far. Sometimes sometimes I get knocked out early on, but yeah, I like doing suicide league for football because that one. They don't do Thursday games, so basically you just have to get your pick in by Saturday night, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot less work than pretty, like any sort of fantasy league. Or yeah, anything. yeah, yeah, yeah. It still kind of gets you involved in the similar type of way, paying attention to the teams and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then friend of the show, Jesse, also introduced me to this thing that he's been doing with two other friends with NASCAR. Where they every oh, week God, for NASCAR. the <laughs> yeah I actually watched a NASCAR game today for the oh, first boy. time and paid attention and knew a little bit more about what was going on and was rooting for certain people and stuff after he explained oh, some stuff to me. So he and two other guys every single week they each of them throw in twenty bucks and then they get to they each pick someone that they think will be the best out of the three picks. Doesn't matter if they huh. win or lose; they just have to beat the other you two better picks. than the other ones yeah so if you win then you have to pick third the next week and if you get third oh, you get okay. first pick the next week huh that's pretty interesting yeah still the NASCAR. To, yeah well you don't have to watch it <laughs> that's true that's true just pick a name out of the hat yeah <laughs> Yeah, with the football thing, now I know where to go every week to look at the look at the spread. I look at the point oh. spread every week for for football. Man, you're going to turn into an expert pretty soon. That's not going to be the case at all. No, because I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference between a linebacker and a defensive something. Because I think a linebacker is a defensive boy, but I don't. Oh, know. Oh, who knows? Who knows those things? Let's, let's find out what a linebacker is, because I don't mm-hmm. actually know. Just names that they assign people. <laughs> it's just random. It's a playing position in American football. They there's a linebacker and a line man. So they back up the linemen, they're stand behind the linemen. Hmm. So the linemen are the first uh, row of first defense, line of defense, I guess. The linebackers are there to make sure that they can do it. Huh. The goal of the linebacker is to provide either extra run protection or extra pass protection based on the particular defensive play being executed. Hmm. I figured they shoved the the bigger big guys into other people, you know. (laughs) Give them a little boost. (laughs) Grab their ass a little bit and shove them into the other guys, try and bull each other over. Yeah. uh, There you go. That's a linebacker. Apparently, there's there are two linebackers whose names are Lance Briggs and Brian Erlocker, according to Wikipedia, because that's who's in the picture of linebackers being linebackers. Mm, good. Mm-hmm. They look big. Look like big old boys. Yeah, it seems to me that that's the like main thing that you want a line. Maybe not a linebacker, but like a, the first row people. Mm-hmm. From my very cursory watching of football. Right. Like, you want them to be strong, and then you also want them to then put on an extra, like, 50 pounds of fat or muscle. It doesn't really matter which. Mm-hmm. So that they're just hard to get through. As long as they're harder <laughs> to knock down. And yes. Yeah, or get through. Yeah. 
Interesting. Well, see, football is going to be one of those things in my life where by the time I'm 50, I'm probably going to know a heck of a lot about football. Yeah. Even though right now I don't. Hello, little cry girl. Oh, did little Holly come out to play? Hi, Holly. Mama's mama's getting her set up. Are you going to go night-night? No. Okay. <laughs> Very matter-of-factly, just mm-hmm. no. Oh, how'd the, how'd the roofing go? Um, Is that all done? I think it's done. I haven't put my whiskey back up, and okay. I won't until they don't come tomorrow. Yes. Once no, they that's... don't come tomorrow, I am safe to put the whiskey back up, which is good because I just bought another six feet and six inches of shelving and installed oh, it. Oh, good. So I, oh, nice. I'm ready for more. Cause In I, the same room? Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize you still had more. Hmm. So I was only um, – eventually this, the entire room will be completely encircled by shelves. And so it wasn't I, already. No, I guess mm-mm. it was only a couple sides. Huh? As one side fully, and then one side half. So I was okay. at out of four, I had one and a half sides. So that means three eighths is done. Was done, and now I'm at five eighths. Okay. Does that add up? Yes, it does. I was just so then another go two with eighths. It. It's the math is a little iffy, but I'm at. A, now I have around five eighths of the room is shelved. Nice. My three eighths was one hundred percent full, so now I have to fill my five eighths. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so on the prowl for new bottles. <laughs> yes, sir. So I don't even know. There's a couple smaller liquor stores where I'm going now because oh, Bevmo okay. costs too much, and I've bought everything Save Mart has. Also, Holly just yeah, fell over. They- Oh, I, I couldn't tell if she had fallen or if uh, someone had just picked her up when she did not want to be picked up. No, she fell over and made her very sad because she's incredibly tired and needs yes. to be asleep now. Yes, <laughs> that definitely did not sound like a hurt cry. It sounded like a I'm frustrated cry. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, Zach, I always forget this. I, I think I was telling Christine this the other day. I always forget how much baby experience you have. Oh, God. <laughs> because you actually yeah. have a pretty broad, through cousins and siblings, a pretty broad experience with a lot of babies growing up. Like, a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, all my siblings are the closest ones, Kyle, and he's seven years younger than me. Right. And then once my siblings were grown up, then cousins started having kids so it's pretty much been an almost constant like there's always like a baby somewhere that oh right even with john's kids yeah yeah i was only thinking of the uh hazel side of the family oh yeah no they have not had any kids yet as far as i know <laughs> but there were but there were plenty of babies basically from yeah yeah exactly because i uh, nikki's the the youngest and she's just now in high school okay or no, no, just just about done with high school. I barely ever met Nikki. Yeah, I don't imagine you really would have too much. I kind much. of remember her as a baby. For me, the baby of the family was Sarah slash Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then after I decided to start living with my dad and didn't really see them too much. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no reason to go over there anymore once... <laughs> Which you don't live there, yeah. Fully, yeah. 
half, half surprised Matt didn't find a way over there. The way he just likes to go places when I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that he doesn't just show up. Yeah. He, he's done, he did that be, uh, before at my uh, dad's house, which is no big deal. But uh, after we moved into somewhere near, because it's it's like, what, maybe a mile from my place to his place, or my parents' place to his place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a shitty mile to get through. Right. Uh, but <laughs> during the day, it's not too bad. So I think there's a couple of times he was on a jog and decided to like stop by and have a glass of water. Well, your dad is always encouraging me to just drop by the house, which never feels right. Yeah, I mean, you're, of course, probably welcome to, but yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sure I am. I'm sure if I ever I just mean, came and knocked on the door, I wouldn't get just turned away. But Yeah, just, it would be. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. It, in the same way that I'm sure we could go to, like, I could go to your mom's house or we could go to Brian's parents' house and mm-hmm. we would be let in, but it would feel incredibly weird. <laughs> However, your parents, I'm thinking about the scenario with Brian's parents or my mom. And if someone stopped in and just like, just to say hello, there would be like, you know, a welcoming in and maybe a sitting down and maybe I'll give you a glass of water or something. And then it would sort of come down to, so why are you here? Yeah. Where your parents wouldn't necessarily ask that question. No. I at think, least not as soon. Yeah. They, they would take them a little longer. Yeah. It'd mostly be like, I'm so glad you came by because your parents are much more hospitable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although I haven't seen your dad in weeks. He's hiding from you, I bet. I bet. I've been looking out for him every time I go to the store. Yeah, I was even in his store the other day, and I even texted him that I was in there. And then, te- he, dude texts me 20 minutes later, oh, come to the office. <laughs> it's like, I'm not just sitting around your store for 20 minutes waiting for you to text me. Yeah. I'm already home. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm that never, never going to knock on that office because his boss is already a little suspicious of me. Oh. <laughs> so if I went and knocked on the office and asked for Steve, I don't think that would go well. Yeah, probably not as well as it, as it could, yeah. And mostly, I think it would not go well for your dad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It probably wouldn't matter that much. But. Probably, I'm sure not that much, but it would. there still would be the conversation of, some dude was here and tried yeah. to walk into the office and talk to you? Exactly, yeah. What's going See, on with I, that? I feel weird doing that, and I, I at least work for the company. And you're his son. And I'm his son, yes. <laughs> My, yeah, that's the more minor, minor thing. <laughs> but even I, like, he tells me to do that sometimes. I'm like, no, just come out and yes. find me. <laughs> right. It's much less awkward if you just walk out of the office and say hello than me, someone that doesn't work at that store, <laughs> that specific store, going up to the office. Yeah. <laughs> it's the office is the office. It's not the, like, meeting ground for everyone. <laughs> yeah. See, then your mom, I every time I'm in her store, I go to her. Luckily, she works in a certain area. Yeah. And I don't know her car well enough to be able to clock her in the parking lot like I can your dad. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm in her store, I go and I sort of hang around her area to see if she's around. And if she's not, then I go about my business. Because I literally don't think I've ever run into your mom in her store. Really? I don't think it's happened. I don't go to her store very often. Yeah, that is true. 
Yeah, I mean, luckily she's normally confined to one specific area. Right. I go to this corner and I see her, yeah. or I don't. And exactly, <laughs> that's about she's all that's going to happen. Yes, if she's in there, you can go in and wave and say hi. And if she's not in there, then oh well. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she's either on break or somewhere like in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Sorry, cat. I'm just trying to take my shoes off. <laughs> That the mean cat or one of the other cats? It was a mean cat. Oh, okay. She actually let me pet her when I was at your house. Yes, she did. I was very, very surprised. It's very strange stuff that doesn't that doesn't come up. Even my mom. She lived with my mom for like five years or more. She lived with my mom for quite a while. And whenever my mom comes over, she just goes and hides. Really? She's like, I don't know you. I don't want to talk oh to you. Oh my god! Uh, I gotta go. It's none of the like. Oh hey, I remember when I slept in your bed every night for years. Yeah, I mean, cats aren't like completely stupid, so yeah. she has to like have some recollection of your mom. Yeah, occasionally she'll let my mom come pet her, but it's pretty rare. I think I think on Christmas Day, she let my mom pet her was very it was very generous of you regina now go enjoy hmm. your big ass shit you're probably about to take oh my god <laughs> yeah i was actually surprised how how out she was the other day normally yeah. like you said she's like a ghost mm-hmm. i think it could have been the roofers yeah that probably threw her off her game yeah i'm home i'm home with holly tomorrow and i'm really excited if the roofers are not going to be there because it means that there's actually going to be a nap time yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it won't have as cranky of a baby. Yeah. Yeah. One can hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seems like oh. there's a new roof, and then the next time it rains, I'll be able to know if it works. Yeah? I see no reason to think that it wouldn't. No, I I mean, it looked like they're doing normal football or football i'm looking at the dock <laughs> normal roofing stuff i didn't, didn't notice anything that uh, would lead me to think that uh, would have an issue but yeah. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> it's an old house yeah but i mean the the roof's gonna be new so yeah yeah exactly i think it had been previously reshingled but not like new roofed actually yeah i feel like that should Easily last 10, 15, 20 years, however long yeah. roofs last. I don't know. Ah, what just happened? Ah. I don't know how most things work. What? Um, my. Do you know what night shift is? I feel like we maybe have talked about this. It's an Apple thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it makes it darker. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't. It, it adjusts the blues and oranges. And, um,. My computer just decided to turn off night shift for some reason. Whew, there we go. It's not a major change until it all of a sudden stops. Whew. <laughs> that feels yeah, so I much did, better. I, uh, okay, yeah, we did talk about it because I remember telling you guys about I have flux on my computer. And it's right, like, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I don't know what the key combination is, but every once in a while... Like, if I'm up late, like, midnight, and I'll have all the lights off in the room, and I'm about ready to get off the computer, and if I hit the wrong key combination, all of a sudden it brings it up all the way to full brightness. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm staring at the fucking sun right Mm -hmm. now. 
one of my uh, one of my assistants at uh, the theater. He keeps his phone brightness all the way down. Oh, so all the way, all the way down. So you can't see anything that's on his phone unless it's huh. right in front of your face and you're staring at it. It's Does right. he do that as like a privacy thing or like a power saver thing? It could be a little bit of both. He's a weird guy. Oh, okay. so I don't know for sure. <laughs> Because, like, once I'm going to be, like, at home at night, I normally turn it down both as a power saver and to be easier on my eyes. Sure. I mean, when you're out and about, it's so hard to see it if you have it turned all the way down. Yeah, yeah. It's like, then you're just straining for no reason. Have I told you about my my new trouble with my phone and and, uh, power? No. I I had a little piece of something stuck in the charge port. And I, yeah. I was trying to jimmy it out. And then at some point in trying to jimmy it out, I just broke the charge port. Oh, shit. Which on an iPhone, that's the only port. So Yeah, because the new iPhones don't have uh, headphone jacks or anything either. Exactly. Anymore. So that day that I realized that happened, I had to run out and get a wireless charging pad and a pair of Bluetooth headphones. And so to this day, I don't have a charging port. I have to rely on the wireless charging pad, which is incredibly slow. And uh, so there's a lot more planning involved in <laughs> my days when it comes to my phone. Is your phone like still under warranty? Or can I don't you... think I got the warranty. And I'm coming oh, okay. up on... I think I'm coming... No, probably I have to wait another year until I can get a new phone. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I really probably need a new phone because I don't know if I talked about it on here yet, but my beautiful uh, ZTE that I got for a hundred dollars off Amazon, the fingerprint slash home button uh, decides that it only wants to work about one out of fifty times. Hmm. So I'm stuck having to like hit the power button to turn the screen on, then you know swipe up and put my code in each time. Which isn't that big of a deal, but it's annoying me more than it should. Sure. So I'm like, you know, I keep telling myself, one more month, one more month. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how long it lasts. I keep playing with the idea of getting a companion phone. But I think that I need to wait because it seems like just on the horizon is going to be the, the onset of tons of companion phones. That will be what, ideal. What's a companion phone? So it's this—it's the thing that the Palm Company has pivoted to, which is you have your phone, you have your fancy iPhone, your fancy Android, whatever, and then you have the smaller companion phone that does a lot less to help you with screen time and stuff. Huh? So you can so you pay like a small amount to get that service. And then that takes all of the calls and texts and things like that. So you can leave your big boy phone at home or in your car or whatever. And then you have your companion phone on you so that you're not using your phone so much. Huh? That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Cause no matter what, for me, the time I spend on my phone is not time well spent. Almost, <laughs> almost yeah, exclusively. I know mine is, is not. <laughs> I even I even went so far as to download Duolingo and stick it in my games folder in the hope that instead of playing a game, I would open Duolingo and work on learning another language. And that hasn't worked because I don't think I've opened Duolingo in in a month. Yeah, I 
whatever night we were talking about it, I downloaded it and I have been not open. <laughs> but the same thing, I'm like, I'm gonna finally learn Spanish. You know, yeah. there's no good reason not to. Yeah, there's no reason I can't spend a half an hour a day, you know, or an hour a day just yeah. trying to learn learn it. It'll be good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's good to learn multiple languages, but. I'm only hurting myself when I open solitaire instead. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've I've got my phone down to only three games. So nice. I'm thinking about trying to get rid of one one more. Yeah, I'll do one of my patented once a month while we're talking deleting apps because I've got a few to delete, and I have one game I can delete because I haven't played it in <laughs> you know two yeah, months. Actually, just deleted an app just now. I had Airbnb on my phone, but I think you're the one that, that made me... I used to... If I used an app once, I would download it and just leave it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I think I was talking to you about it one time, and you're like, why not just re-download it if you need it in six months? Yep. And I'm like, you know, that's a good point. There's never going to be an emergency where I need Airbnb on my phone. Exactly. If I need it again, I can very easily re-download it. Airbnb is a classic example of that because that's one where I have an account and everything, and just I occasionally re-download it, and then yeah, that's the end and then of that when you're story. done with going to your Airbnb, just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's see. Let's see where I'm at on apps. Twenty. Jesus, I have yet to find a good way to find out the amount of apps on my phone. And even so, I always feel weird when I do it because there's so many apps on here that I can't get rid of. Oh, I, that's that's the terrible thing about the um, the Android, because even some of the stock apps on an iPhone you can delete. I yeah, can, I can delete calendar, notes. I cannot delete camera or photos. I can delete maps, weather, files, calculator. What else is stock? Reminders, news, voice memos, email. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like I I actually have a third party like launcher, which it it's basically replaces the normal like uh icons and all that. And so it allows me to hide a lot of those um apps that come preloaded mm-hmm. since I can't delete them. So I, mm-hmm. I at least don't have to look at them. Sure. But yeah, that that's the one nice thing about the phone I had before this and why I was so sad that it decided to to start having issues and made me replace it is because it was it was before it came out like before the pixels were really a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was still a Chinese company, but it was through Google, so it was like a Google phone before Google phones were a thing. Right. And so it only came preloaded with Google apps, like Gmail and Maps and stuff like that. And so it's like, okay, I can handle this because none of these are apps I would really delete anyways. Because mm-hmm. like this phone, I think it came with a with a mail app, but it's like super shit. It also <laughs> came with like a map app, but super shit. <laughs> and so it's like... I'm not going to use these. Right. Like the pho- the stock phone app on this is shit. The stock, you know, messaging app is shit. It's all just a bunch of shit. Yeah. And so I end up getting forced to re-download, you know, download other companies' apps, either Google apps or third-party apps from another company to replace the ones since they spent probably, you know, two minutes throwing together an app that works <laughs> worse than <laughs> apps that were probably on the, the iPad, the i uh, pods back in the day yeah 
What's your what do you go to now for your messaging app? Do you use a third party? Yeah, right now. Um, and I'm uh, before I say what I'm using, I was really happy with the Google, uh, Google messaging app, mm-hmm. but for some reason it started draining my battery during the night. Um, huh. It was like it would keep on and keep waking the phone up or something. I never could figure out what it was doing, but I would have to either leave my phone plugged in or I'd wake up with the battery going from like 100 to like 50. Weird. Without using the phone or anything. So right now I'm using an app called Textra. Textra. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like a nice little app. I mean, it allows you to do, I think, a fair amount, but I just use it for messaging. (laughs) So you are not someone who charges your phone through the night? No, I used to, but I think I read somewhere that it's not great to do that. But then I think I've also read somewhere that for most modern phones, it's not a big deal because they just kind of know to stop drawing power. Well, so it, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a two-way street. That, but that's good that you don't because every device basically th- that exists on, with a battery is rated for 1,000 charges. After 1,000 charges, it's kind of up in the air about how the battery is going to do. So that's been the blessing for me with um, having to switch to um, wireless charging is that the phone is built in to stop drawing the wireless charge once it hits 100%. Oh, okay. Well, that's not necessarily the case when you're plugged in. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I might I might not be completely off base then. <laughs> no, no, yeah, one thousand charges is basically all you get, and so there's all these people who are forever plugging their phones in all day long, and it's like, whoo, you are killing your battery with that. See, I used to do that. I used to be one of those people that I would like wander away from the charger with my phone for a bit. I would use it. I would come back, sit down, be like ninety percent, and I would just plug it back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your phone does the best battery does best in general and it's hard to do this without being a crazy person but your phone does best when it's sitting in somewhere in between 30 and 80 percent okay so if you were to charge it up to 80 percent and then use it till it hit 30 and then charge it up to 80 percent again your phone that's that's the best for your battery life hmm. but it's really hard to accomplish obviously yeah yeah so that- with my phone now having a pretty good battery and only being able to use the one method of charging, I basically charge it once a day, which is going to be fine. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I pretty much now the phone I have is getting pretty close to a year. So it's getting a little bit harder, but I normally like my normal routine is I, once I get home for the evening, I charge it. Once it gets between 90 and a hundred, I unplug it then I'm normally able to go until the next evening without having to really worry about it. Nice. But it used to be, when it was a new phone, it used to be that I would do that, and when I'd get back in the evening, it'd be at like 30 or 40. Mm. Now it's getting more like it's in the 10 to 20 range. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm probably not too far away from needing to like plug it in on my, into my car on my way to work to like top off and stuff like that. Sure. In order to get through to the evening. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to plug it in every time I drove. My phone was plugged mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll probably be doing that again sooner rather than later, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Since if I'm being realistic, unless the phone dies on me, I'm probably going to force myself to use this until at least the next round of phones come out and then get like the last generation ones. Mm-hmm. Who uh, Who's your your internet provider? Uh, Comcast. Okay. Unfortunately. So Well, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. I really like the service, but I don't like the price. But I have a lot of bad memories of when my parents had AT&T. Oh, AT&T is the worst. I can tell you that. from. So when Christine and I first moved in together, I got AT&T because that's what my mom had. So I was like, oh, that's just the internet you get is AT&T. Yeah. And so on paper, I was paying a certain amount to get a certain level of speed with AT&T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was always there was always a lot of issues, and so mm-hmm. then when we moved, we moved around the time that we were out of contract with AT and T, so I switched to Comcast. And on paper, I was paying the same amount for the same speed, but it was like three times faster. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> obviously AT and T is bullshit, and yeah. they need to <laughs> stick to cell phones because that's what they're good at. And uh, I'll stick to Comcast for for my internet. Now, I I saw Jesse today, so that's why I have so many Jesse stories. But oh, okay. He recently switched to Xfinity Mobile, and he was able to get because he pays for him and his wife and his mom for mobile. So he was able to get two hundred dollars for each person that he switched over to. Oh, okay. To Xfinity, yeah, which is. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> and they all got new new iPhones, like the uh, like top line models or not top line. They got the oh, ten ten okay. R, not the ten S. Oh, okay, but still a ten. Mm-hmm. And and a recent ten. Yeah. So like I I have the first ten, so they've got the year earlier. And so I'm gonna kind of wait and hear from him how that's all going, because I'm renegotiating my contract with. Comcast this summer. Oh, okay. To get rid of cable, finally. Yes, <laughs> cable I... we don't use. <laughs> I I keep meaning to go in and and look at that because at, at the time when I did it, it's not cable, but there was some the the best deal that didn't include actual write out cable and phone. Was that with the like internet speed that I wanted uh, was something that also came with some bullshit like Xfinity, like internet TV. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't cable, but it was like, oh, you get access to like these twenty channels, and that's like bundled in. I'd but be, then once I'd be more okay with that than paying for a cable service I don't use. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm technically okay with it, but I already. Pay for Hulu, mm, uh, mm-hmm. Netflix, HBO, and then I also have a CBS subscription for my mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and and since I really like to watch hockey, I actually have a the Hulu Live. Oh, so you do! I have pretty much access to all live TV already. Yes. Um, and I actually so far I haven't mind Hulu Live. Um, I don't use it enough for it to actually probably be worth it. But when I do watch a TV show, there's normally 
like in an hour-long TV show, there'll normally be four, maybe five commercial breaks, but they're only about one to two minutes each. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. So and it's like 10 to 12 minutes of commercials instead of 20 minutes of commercials. Yeah. So it's already a lot more worth it to me than like paying for cable. Sure. Yeah, and I, I hear from Merlin that he really loves his Hulu Live because he switched to Hulu Live around the time the president got elected. And so, Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I'm like, hmm, I can't remember when he specifically talked about it. It was mostly on Back to Work he's been talking about oh, it okay. since he did it in late 2016. But, um, yeah, so he he loves it. Yeah, if you ever want to borrow my login, just let me know. Okay. Because I don't use it nearly as often for it to actually be worth it. I have, like, a couple TV shows I try and keep up with now that I have it. And then, you know, whenever the Sharks are playing and I'm home, I normally have them on in the background. Sure. That's about it. Yeah, there's one show I'd like to watch that's on Hulu Live, but I don't care enough about it. <laughs> like, it's the kind of show where it's almost like, eh, maybe I'll just pay 25 bucks one time and buy a season and do that mm. again a couple more times. Yeah. You ever watch Bar Rescue? No. Very good show. I don't even know if I've even heard of it. Bar Rescue? Yeah, it's a very Gordon Ramsay type of thing where this guy who is just a known good bar owner and bartender goes to these failing bars and teaches the staff how to properly do things and like redoes the kitchen, retrains everybody, gives them a specialty drink and like... And then the bar fails or the bar succeeds. And then this show is actually pretty good. It's through Spike, I think. This show is a lot better than most of the Gordon Ramsay shows. Where For Gordon Ramsay shows, he basically leaves every single time going like, and now you will succeed forever, which is rarely actually the case. Yeah, I think on Gordon on the Kitchen Nightmares, mo- most of them end up failing. Yeah. So for Bar Rescue, they always go back like six months later. And it's at like, it's like a 25-75 split where 25% of the time the bar has failed. And sometimes it's like, yay, we'd go back to the bar, but the bar is gone. And they're just pretty honest about that. And the owner will sometimes be like, yeah, you know, like either we didn't do all the things that he told us to do or more often than not, it'll be like a bigger thing moved to town, like an Applebee's opened across the street or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's a good show. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm reading the, I'm skimming the uh, Wikipedia uh, page right now. Turns out he has walked off the set of bars four times because they're too bad. (coughs) I totally believe that because (laughs) he's very, like, New York. Based on how this guy is built, he got his start as a bouncer. And so he's just full of attitude and he's got a big-ass personality. So sometimes there's these huge screaming matches between him and the bar owners oh i bet yeah yeah so it's i mean yeah you got someone that's kind of especially someone that knows that he knows what he's doing yeah and then you some of these if it's anything like uh, kitchen nightmares a lot of the people with these failing places think that they're like hot shit and know what they're mm-hmm. doing even though the shop is like burning down around them i started watching the the british version of kitchen nightmares and it was such a breath of fresh air. I heard it's way better than the American version. It's so good. And it, partly it's that he his brand was not as expanded as it is now of him as a hothead. Like, he gets mad when the time is right. Like, it feels more... 
more like natural. Natural. Yes. Because I'm sure he's someone who gets mad. He can't have that character without having that be somewhat part of who he is. Yeah. But on the English one, he's much more realistic. And yeah, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I uh, what I've heard. <laughs> that's on that's on Prime Video if you want to watch it. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, just yeah. all there. I honestly always I don't like the interface on Prime, so I always forget about watching TV shows and movies on there. You are not using Prime on a Fire TV, where the interface is amazing. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah, I should say I, I do use it on my TV sometimes, mm. but. I think just in the back of my head, because I have the Fire Cube now on the TV. Oh, and oh I love you do. It. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I just, in, in my mind, I have such a negative view of it because of, like, using it on Chrome. Sure. And just feeling like it's a pain in the ass to navigate through. I have, I have the same issue on my computer at work when I have to do Prime Video for stuff. Yeah. Because I have to do either Chrome or Safari, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really love the Fire TV remote. I've tried an Apple TV remote, and I know what it's trying to do. It's just not doing it well. <laughs> I really like that for the Fire TV. This is a major thing that every I wish every single place would listen to this. But use a QWERTY keyboard. Just use a QWERTY keyboard. Why do you have that? There's a reason that a QWERTY keyboard exists with the letters where they are, because letters that are used together are next to each other all the time. So when you go into somewhere like, I don't know if Hulu's this way, PlayStation is this way too often, where instead of a QWERTY keyboard, it's just a keyboard mm-hmm. where it's all the letters in order. Like alphabetical, yeah. It's an, it's an alpha keyboard, and that's not that's not fun for anyone. No, because so many people know, not only is the QWERTY keyboard like designed for a reason, Everyone that uses a computer has grown up with it. Mm-hmm. And like when you use your phone, that's what you're using generally. Yes. And so you just know where the letters are. And they're normally grouped together for the reason they're grouped together. Exactly. It just makes it harder than easier. I feel like they, they're like, oh, we'll do this and it'll be easier. It's it's never easier. It's, it's always not. a pain in the ass. Yeah, and so that's the big issue with the Apple TV because our district is all Apple, so I use an Apple TV at work a lot. Would you want to search for something? It's it's a twenty six long, a twenty six oh item God. long row. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that might be the worst design I've ever heard of. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Try typing Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. At least on the on the normal ones that are in alphabetical order, it's like uh, like four or five rows of the letters. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's better than a row of twenty six things. You're like, yeah. That would make me cry. It's because they want you to use the voice aspect. They want you to. Oh. Okay. But that doesn't hear you well. So. Yeah. Either make the hardware work or fix the software because because user yeah. user uh, interface is pretty tough. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to think that I would end up with an Apple TV and a HomePod. I remember like the day that I heard about the um, Echo family of products. I said to Christine, "This sounds like a really cool idea, but we're gonna wait until the until Apple comes out with a version." Oh, <laughs> and then Apple waited two years to come out with something that kind of sucked. 
Yeah. So I'm glad that I, I ended up in the Echo family of products. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's still like by far the best. I've heard Google's isn't too bad now, and I heard Amazon's isn't or um, Apple's isn't too bad anymore. But you guys say no, it's very restricted at this point because they stayed out of the game for too long, so they don't. There's not the family of apps. So like basically, oh, with, I see. With an Echo, I can listen to Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music. Amazon Music, like there's a hugely long list of streaming services you can use. And with Apple, it's basically only Apple. If you want to listen to music, you have to listen to Apple Music. And if you want to listen to podcasts, you have to open Apple Podcasts. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's worse than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. So I had Amazon Music for like a long time. I paid for Amazon Music because we had the Echoes and it seemed like the best way to do it. But then it just Spotify came in and ate their dinner. You know, it, it's so much easier to use Spotify on all the, all the Amazon products than it is to use Amazon music. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. Like it's too simple in that sometimes I accidentally start playing music at home when I'm trying to play music other places. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried I'm going to do that because I ha still have all of the, um, devices on the same like um, account. Mm -hmm. So I have my my you know handful of devices in my apartment, and then the, all the ones at my parents' house are still on it. So I'm always nervous that at some point I'm going to accidentally update it so that they're all part of the same group, and I'm yeah. going to play something, and it's going to start playing over there too. <laughs> yeah, I kicked my mom's out of the. No, no, no. I used to, I used to be able to, if I wanted to, play things on my mom's Echo devices when I was using Amazon Music. Yeah. Since then, when we switched to Spotify, even though I gave her a Spotify account because I pay for a family Spotify account. Oh, okay, yeah. She has not set up her Echoes to use it. Oh. <laughs> so they don't show up. Someday she will because she's been saying that she's going to be doing that soon, and then I'll be accidentally playing music in her house too yeah. like in addition to accidentally playing in the shop at SET and at home from the shop in SET <laughs> oh good lord yeah technology technology let me hear let me hear what's what's going on yeah baby sounds upset again Frog, something, something. Frog milk. Open the door. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna text my wife and see if she's up. She's saying she has a lot to say. Yeah. You up? Oh. Yep. Yeah, she's rattling the doorknob. Is she unable? Is there like a child lock on the door? Or is she just unable to open it? It's she can't. It's a. They're all round knobs, and they. Oh, okay. So she has trouble with that, but there's also child locks on the door. Yes, she is up. All right, she won't be up for long. So I think the next time this happens, that'll be <laughs> the end of our call. Yeah, I assume so. <laughs> oh man. Yes. She 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 decided that um, she doesn't abide by your rules anymore. Yeah. She's going to go to bed when she goddamn well pleases. It's true. She's decided that. <laughs> Unfortunately for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. 
Does it probably does not make her a happy baby either. It doesn't. Luckily, we don't have anywhere to be tomorrow, so we, we can all we can all sleep in. Well, apparently, she immediately led my wife back to her bed. Oh. Oh, she threw up. Oh no. Got herself so worked up she threw up. Yeah, she's been doing this lately. It's just going back to spitting up all the time. That's no good. Yeah. I think she I we think she has a low key flu. Oh, I see. That would also explain why she uh, doesn't feel very well and's kind of fussy. <laughs> uh, hello naked girl. Oh, she likes to be you, naked. You threw up in your bed? Oh, that's It's orange. Oh, on your arm. I'm sorry, kiddo. Mama's wiping it off. Okay. That's... She's wiping your mouth. That's nice of her. That's a wonderful play-by-play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's nice when she has to tell you things that you can see. Oh, now you're going to wipe your bed? Okay. Good job, Holly. Yeah. She's... Whew. Wiping the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Let's see what oh, movie. Um, what are you What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a Cocoa Bon Vineyards Red Blend. Oh, okay, nice. Because at the last second, when my lady was heading off to the grocery store, I said, "Ooh, yeah, can you get me a bottle of wine?" And then this is just, and I said something cheap, and this is what I got. Nice. How about yourself? So, in honor of the day, ah, I decided yes. to have um, some of the Blender's Dog. Ah, Blender's and Dog. Then, yep. And then I normally, whenever I open it, I just have a one one drink's worth at a time. So then when I'm done with that, I'm going to have some of my Black Barrel. Okay. I want to see. Sorry, Black Barrel. The Black Barrel's so good. I know. That honestly, even though it's... I think last time I was at Bevmo, the Blinger's dog and the, um, the other one, they've gotten up so much in price. Oh, no, it's but, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but I think Black Barrel's still my favorite Jameson. I was just trying to see, and Jameson has muddied the waters too much. If you could buy a Blender's dog, because that would be a cool thing to just have like hanging up in your bar area. Oh, yeah. It's impossible to find out, because... Everything about shopping for a Blender's dog takes you to shopping for Jameson. The, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Blender's dog tool. I'm still looking at Jameson. Jameson Blender's dog. Well, someday I'll, f- I'll find out. And then I'll be able to give you a Blender's Maybe. dog. <laughs> oh, very sweet. Maybe like eBay or something might be able to... That's a good. That's a good place to check. Find a weird thing because Amazon is not a good. Oh, thank oh. you, honey, for this. Oh, it's my sock. I don't know why oh. you have that in your room. <laughs> oh, she just wanted 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 something of yours nearby. Get a Nutribullet. Yeah, the lots of uh, lots of dog grooming tools. If you Google Blinger's dog on Amazon, yeah, that's exactly what I saw. And then on Google, I'm getting Vitamix, Nutribullet, Vitamix, Nutribullet, Vitamix, Nutribullet. 
<laughs> Just I'm getting blenders. Hmm. Huh. So let's see. If I just go Blender's dog, and then I go to the, maybe the Wikipedia page. You well, say? you're looking. Oh. She came over and told me something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is green. Yes. It's not red. It's green. <laughs> She's testing you. Just making sure I know. Yeah. Well, okay, so maybe maybe Jameson is making us wrong about this. So here's the deal. I only know Blender's dog from the Jameson bottle of whiskey and from going to the Jameson distillery and having a distiller show me their Blender's dog. So let's oh. see. Um, whiskey, Blender tool let's see what we get master blender responsibilities training notable people not a lot there okay hmm oh did you realize that the you know how they were doing that series of the like the blender's dog and stuff the uh the third one is out now. I did not realize that. I see. I, I saw it in, in Ireland, and I think I told you about it, and I don't remember what it was. What was it? Distiller Safe. Distiller Safe. So they had it. I could have bought it at the Jameson Distillery, but it wasn't super important to me. So, yeah. I <laughs> so I didn't. But Yeah, looking at the prices, it's not going to be super important to me either. <laughs> yeah, it was really expensive. So if we spent 60 or $70 on our distillery edition. Oh, that's not bad. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, uh, but after that and buying some, you know, a couple shirts and a couple other things as souvenirs, it's like, well, do we want another bottle of whiskey? That's super important. Yeah. Especially a bottle that eventually you probably knew that you'd be able to get here. Oh, exactly. We actually asked, is this yeah. on its way to America? And they said, yeah, eventually. We don't know when, but at some point it'll be in America. So we're like, yeah, okay, we'll wait. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I'll work on this at some other point, finding out how to buy a blender's dog. Yeah. Go and go back to Ireland and steal one. <laughs> this is my best advice to you. That sounds like a great <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> Hiding in Turlet. Did you listen to that episode yet? Mm hmm. Of uh, could... Roderick on the line. Oh, the most recent one or the the uh, the one from a, a while back. No, the, okay, okay, good. I I thought maybe I had listened to the most recent one and missed a crucial part of it, but no, no, okay. Um, have that's actually pretty much the next ep podcast episode I have queued up. Okay, because I finally from being gone for um, a week and not really being able to list, keep up with anything except my favorite murder, I finally about caught up. So once I'm caught up, it's pretty easy for me to stay caught up and then still, you know, get through a few extra episodes to catch up on other ones that I'm trying to start. But it took me a while. Hmm. <laughs> like, because okay. like the the baseball one I listened to puts out three plus episodes a week. And oh, wow. So I was up to like four or five of those. And then <laughs> I listened to Chapo and they put out like a couple extra episodes and. 
Oh, see, I never started on Chapo. It's pretty good. It's normally a pretty pretty funny listen. Have you done Mabim Bam? Mabim Bam, no. That's my brother, my brother, and myself. Mm-mm. Okay. What do they... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's their sh- shtick? <laughs> it's the McElroy oh. brothers. Uh, John Roderick did the theme song. And, um, Merlin Mal- Malice. Merlin Malice and Axe. <laughs> you can you can throw that away. Oh, thank you for telling me. Um, it's the McElroy brothers, and oh, yeah, it's a comedy advice. advice podcast. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I don't. I'm not ready to take on a new podcast. Although it's not like I'm overrun right now. I have. I'm putting off listening to new podcasts so I can listen to old episodes of Roderick on the Line. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I'm still overrun. <laughs> I'm still in the process of trying to get to the most recent episodes of Reconcilable Differences and My Favorite Murder. Hmm. So once I get caught up with those, then I still have a couple other ones I already have added to my like list that I want to eventually listen to. I tried a, I tried one Chapo at some point. I think it was a Chapo. Hillary also at one point when she was in town was recommending Pod Save America. Yeah, I listened to them too, but I don't like them as much. Well, I did one episode and I was like, "Whoa, this is something that is created so that like the mass audience can pat themselves on the back about how smart they are for staying up to date on current events." That's exactly my take on it. <laughs> I'm mostly listening to it just to be like, okay, what what are they saying about certain issues? And no- normally I don't necessarily agree with their takes on things. I really disagreed with their takes on things. And so, yeah, for a number of reasons, after one Pod Save America episode where I didn't even stay tuned long enough to listen to the part that Hillary was recommending, I was just like, okay, I'm I'm out. <laughs> on Pod Save America. Five sixths of an hour every week, apparently, is Mabim Bam. Apparently, they're only 50 minutes. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> it is not bad. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm temp- uh, constantly tempted to just stop. Like, I've been listening to Pod Save America like, off and on basically since the beginning of the year because Hillary was also the one that recommended it to me mm-hmm. and so um, I'm like uh, I don't know I don't, at this point I'd almost rather just um, subscribe to Chapo on Patreon for five bucks and get two, episode, <laughs> to get two episodes of Chapo a week so Chapo's worthwhile <laughs> for you then for me okay it's, the free version is definitely worthwhile um, they're like a lot more I don't know. I just like. I just sometimes feel like they're more honest about things, about how they feel. Like they definitely don't mince words about certain things. All right. So I don't. I think I listened to the wrong episode at some point when I was like, "Okay, I'll try it," and then it wasn't good. Sometimes I don't always. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, eh, but. So what? Where should I start? I mean, it's like a political, like current event type podcast, so. I think when I was starting it, I like went on to like the Chapo Reddit and a couple other places and got like a list of episodes. But okay. 
a lot of it's not really like that topical anymore. Yeah, so like, I'll go. I actually still have my list of the ones I listened to to start, but. Well, so I think it might be pretty easy because I got the most recent two episodes. One is a teaser, and one is a bonus episode. So I should not go for those. The bonus episodes aren't always bad. A lot of times, they're like one of the people that hosts Chapo. They'll like interview someone about a certain topic. Amber interviews economist and author Costas Lapavitsas about the European European Union. So what about? Okay, yeah. What about The Unsullied from 311? I thought that was pretty funny myself. Tucker Carlson, Red Fox, Megan McCain. Okay, all right. I will download it and see how it goes. That one was pretty funny. The one before that was okay. Um, it's just really long. It's a report they, on CPAC. I would not enjoy yeah, that. They, 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 went to that. went to CPAC. One of them decided to dose up on acid before they went in. So it was kind of funny hearing them talk oh. about it. But. I heard about that. It's that, but that also it's, that's that's like one of these classic things where I bet you that was good, but I would need to really understand the show a lot better before I listen yeah. to an episode where someone dosed themselves and went into CPAC. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and I think I I agree with them more than I don't, but I think um, in one of the um, Dubai Friday episodes, Merlin mentioned something about um, he doesn't agree with him a lot of times, but he likes to listen to people yell about what they yell about. Okay. And Uh, they have, I've heard they have people like James Adomian on there as guests. Like James Adomian does a pretty good Sebastian Gorka impression that I've seen in other places. So I'm not sure if he's the one that did it, but they had one where they had someone doing a hilarious Gorka for like the first 10 minutes of it. Like a lot of screaming, because that's usually how James Adomian does it. He's he's he starts at ten and works his way up. Um, I don't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's one of the first after after you got me hooked on Dubai Friday. It was the next one that I started listening to. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, instead of listening to episodes of Roderick on the Line where John's daughter is two and Merlin's daughter is seven. Oh shit! <laughs> See that like um, a cu- the couple ones that you and I'm going to listen to that other one probably tomorrow morning. But the ones, the, some of the older ones you recommended, I end up liking. But sometimes it's just like I've listened to so much of their recent stuff. It's yeah. sometimes just so weird to hear them talk about some of the stuff they talk about. It's often... I end up like I really want to hear them like revisit this now. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, because exactly, because it's, it's often a very timeless show where you can almost pick up anywhere and it just, it's fine. Everything's fine because they mostly talk about the past. Yeah. But occasionally I'm listening to an old episode and they'll drop like a fact or two about something that's actually a current day thing that's going on with them. And then based on what I know about their lives now, it's like, oh, <laughs> this was a long <laughs> time ago. Merlin, your daughter is 12. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they, they both do a pretty good job about keeping most of the talk about their kids out of it and just mm-hmm. sharing little an- antidotes and antidotes and stuff. But every once in a while, they get a little bit more specific and can really kind of date when it's from. Yeah. Whew. Hmm. Now I'm very thinking very hard about just getting rid of Pod Save America. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get the same I get the same exposure to it from subjecting myself to Twitter. So yeah, see that was that was the big thing for me. It was like I'm not there. It, there was no news for me. Yeah, I just I already I knew everything that they were talking about. Boy, these guys look silly. Who the Pod Save America guys? Oh shit! <laughs> There's yeah. one guy that looks like like if Max wasn't Jewish. Oh. <laughs> HBO taps Pod Save America political podcast for midterm election specials. Hmm. HBO is getting into politics now. I guess so. There's. This is such a weird time for news. Did I tell you about when I subscribed to and then unsubscribed from the New York Times? No, you did not. Around the time the president was elected, I subscribed to the New York Times because I was like, now more than ever, I need to support journalism. Okay. <laughs> and I would read the New York Times every day, and then I just got really, really tired of the New York Times writing articles about how important it is that the New York Times write art, writes articles. Oh, yeah. And there's just this huge shift, and I understand it. It's because people are saying fake news, and people are, like, getting down on all the news people. But when I the day I unsubscribed from the New York Times, I had to get into a chat with someone in order for it to happen. What? Yeah, I couldn't just do it. I had to chat oh with someone. Oh my god! And so they were like, "Why are you getting rid of it?" And I said, "I'm getting rid of this because I'm tired of reading articles about how important the New York Times is. I should, you should be able to get across to me how important the New York Times is without explicitly saying it to me fifty times a day." Yes. And they're like, oh, that's too bad. And then they were trying to talk me out of it in this way and that way and offering me deals and stuff. And I'm like, no, I just don't. <laughs> I just I, want to fucking un- unsubscribe. I'm yeah. just done. I subscribe to my local paper. I'll get enough from that. And if the moment you're writing more than one article about why it's important that you exist, it's. You're no longer into it. You're not. Yeah. It's just you've you've killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I and I understand where you're coming from, but you're just doing it wrong. It makes me very happy that I did not take the plunge and subscribe to it. Yeah. Cause I, I already kind of got that. I used to really like just using my free articles a month and using like incognito to get past it sometimes and stuff. I used to like be like oh whenever i want to read news it's like the new york times and tell everyone oh use this but it just yeah i got kind of tired of it yeah i don't use them nearly as much as i used to no exactly i just use the news app on my phone to scroll through and barely ever read an article yeah and that does me fine because even just even just going through and reading all the headlines i get an idea of how things are going Especially, have you been following the the Australian politician with the egg boy? No. <laughs> you didn't hear this? Oh, no, I didn't see oh, that. Okay, so you heard about the New Zealand gunman? Yes. Right, so for our listeners who don't know, uh, this last week, a man went into a mosque in New Zealand and he shot the place up. Because yes. Muslims are evil. Yes. And so this all Just listen to our big orange president. There you go. <laughs> And uh, her big wet president. Yeah. So, so um, there's this alt right politician in Australia who was who has been saying ever since like the moment the attack happened that it was the Muslims' fault. 
over and over again because that's who he is. And so <laughs> I think it was on Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning. I don't know what that would be for them for their time. So this oh guy, oh my god, <laughs> I'm watching the video. It. Yeah. So this guy, that's hilarious, camera, talking about how it's the Muslims' own fault that they got shot with semi-automatic weapons, oh and a teenager god. comes up behind him and smashes an egg on his head. So and then, then he hits him. Oh he just my god! Punching him in the face, and apparently he's shouting like "You fucking mongrel, you little goddamn cunt!" as he's punching him in the face. And then his people tackle the kid and yeah. hold him down, and like clearly try and break his leg and stuff like that. And at this point, the politician tried to get the whole thing thrown out of court, but the judge today was like, "No, you attacked a minor." It's like just full stop <laughs> there's no defending what you did he, yeah I he mean, cracked an egg on your head and that is and very you punch silly him. yeah and you immediately started punching him in the face yeah oh my god i did not see that i'm very happy i have now <laughs> so doesn't amazing. surprise me that someone that identifies with that group would immediately try and beat the shit out of a yeah, teenager. But mm-hmm. like, well, clearly a drunk Australian. Where just he immediately saw red. He didn't even bother to check and see if it was a young person or anything. And he, it's an egg. It's not like the guy like comes up and shoves you or does something that's going to cause you bodily harm. Yep. He hits. He, he smashes the egg on your head, Correct and your security's probably going to already have him in the next two seconds. Yep. Just like. I could even see like a "Hey, fuck you, kid!" But I mean, your first response is to hit the kid. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, Fraser Anning, this guy has to be removed from office. Over a million people calling, a million people signed petition calling for the removal of Fraser Anning. Australian Prime Minister sides with Egg Boy, who was hit by a politician. <laughs> well, I mean, how couldn't you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Fraser Anning. Oh, Jesus. whether he gets removed from office or not, he's not getting elected again. I, well, you know, it depends on his district, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Montana elected someone that tackled a reporter to the ground. Yep. <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely true. Oh, he hasn't used his Twitter since it happened. Oh, surprise. Surprise, surprise, Senator Fraser Anning. His last tweet was a picture of someone who's holding up a cardboard sign that says, Behead those who insult Islam. This is just after the attack. And he says, Will any left-wingers condemn this? Oh, my God. (laughs) And shortly after that, someone smashed an egg on his head. (laughs) His whole career was over. (laughs) Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> I can't believe I hadn't. Oh, man. I can't believe I hadn't seen that. It's amazing. It was amazing. It came through. I almost it was. I almost saw it live. It wasn't live live, but it was like, I, I think I caught it right when it happened. And I was so happy. Oh, jeez. I was so happy to have seen that. Oh, my God. Uh, transitioning from from the politics cut talk, um, are you all caught up? It's been a while since we talked about it, and I don't always bring it up because I don't know if James watches them. I'll have to ask him at some point. But are you all caught up on all the um, Netflix Marvel shows? 
No. Oh, okay. I started losing interest, and I don't care if you spoil anything for me. No, yeah. No, I, I don't. I really have like anything to say about it. I was just curious if you. After the Punisher, which was amazing and had the best soundtrack of any Marvel anything I've ever seen. Once the Punisher was over, everything after that, it felt like a chore to watch. Oh, okay. I would kind of start. So what did you it. try? What What have you tried to watch? I tried to watch Luke Cage. Okay. Let me look. Luke Cage is the one where I for sure fell off. Marvel Netflix timeline. I want to see where the timeline goes. Okay, here we go. The Punisher. Ah. Because after Punisher, then I think uh, season two of Luke Cage, then season two of Iron Fist, and then season three of uh, Daredevil, and then season two of Punisher. Oh, there's a season two. Oh, of Punisher. and there might be a there might be a Jessica Jones season in there somewhere, but I think it came out before Punisher. Okay, so after Punisher, I tried Luke Cage and I tried Iron Fist, and both of them felt like a chore to watch, and so okay, I I have a. A personal policy with television shows where if I have to force myself to get through them, I'm over watching it and I shouldn't force myself unless I hear like, oh, you just have to get through this hump. That's a very good policy. I need to think about that policy more often. Because <laughs> like that was that was the thing with Defenders where there was like a two to three episode hump to get over and then it got awesome. Yeah. So so in general, I that's just a policy I have. If I have to keep going back and trying to finish it, then I don't need to watch it. And then as it turns out, slightly because people weren't watching it and slightly because Disney's starting their own streaming service, these shows I was having trouble watching got canceled. Yes. Well, because now they're all um, canceled, essentially. Yes. So but... I'm very excited to hear that there is a season two of... Um, the Punisher, and I'm happy yes. to try and watch it. <laughs> I would recommend. I wouldn't if you had trouble in the first few episodes of Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I would not bother going back to those. Okay, I like enjoyed them for what they were, and I enjoyed the ending of both of them. But I don't think if you didn't really care for the first few episodes, it doesn't like pick up in the anywhere. It just kind of keeps going along the same pace. And that's kind but, of how even the movies go. Like you get a fuller picture if you watch every single Marvel movie, but you don't yes. actually have to because no. you will still follow along because it's well written and they write things so that you can come in at any point and not feel lost. Exactly. Yeah. They make it so that you can watch movies like Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel and stuff like that and get a deeper understanding of what's going on. But you don't have to watch them to, and like Black Panther too. Mm-hmm. And but you don't have to watch them and get what's going on in like the Avengers movies. Totally, I you watched, might have a couple seconds of confusion, but not too bad. I watched the Thor movie once, and I don't remember it mostly, and I hated yeah. it. Yeah. But even the small amount of things that are references to the Thor movie, I I understand because they hold my hand enough throughout the rest of the Marvel movies so that I know yes when Kat, what's her name Kat Dennings Kat something or other oh yeah I know who she um, is I she's on the screen Kat, yes Kat, I, the um, Natalie Portman's assistant or whatever it's Kat Dennings yeah Kat Dennings it's funny because I actually just watched Thor today and I don't remember these people <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying a whole attention it was while I was doing my fantasy baseball draft yeah 
That's a, that's a good way to watch Thor. I would watch Thor that way. I think at this point I would have to buy it, and I just I can't. Don't don't buy it. I I'm bought it on my to. account. You can you you can sign into my Amazon account and watch it if you really decide you want to. Don't, don't buy it. <laughs> I don't really want to watch it because <laughs> I did I, the one you, time and it was like, ugh, ugh. yeah. I decided that I was going to go back through and try and watch all of the Marvel movies leading up to um, Endgame, and that's Endgame comes out in a month. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to force myself through all of them. I'll probably just end up rewatching like Ragnarok and Black Panther and Spider Man and Infinity War and the good ones. Exactly. Just watch the ones that you're excited to watch. Exactly. Like I've already watched Ragnarok like three or four times. I've watched Infinity War a few times. Black Panther, Ant Man, all those. Yeah, and this was the first time since Thor came out that I rewatched it. And I'm like, okay, that's why I haven't watched it since it came out. Mm-hmm. It's just not a great movie. My daughter loves certain parts of Ragnarok. Oh, does she? <laughs> She's a big fan of when I have the Hulk on a T-shirt. Oh, and occasionally she will ask to watch Hulk. Oh, <laughs> now anything that's green she thinks is the Hulk. Also, anything that's big. As of oh, today, okay. she hmm. thinks Sully from Monsters, Inc. is also Hulk. Because hmm. he's blue and big and muscly. So often when she asks to watch Hulk, what she really means is that she wants to watch The Grinch. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I can put on Planet Hulk and she likes it. Oh, okay. I think you recommended that to me. Oh, I'm sure I did because Planet Hulk gives you some backstory for what Hulk was doing on that planet before Thor showed up. Oh. In Ragnarok. Okay. It I is, will definitely have to watch it. It is the same storyline, almost, as, like, basically, in, in Planet Hulk, Hulk is, wakes up on a, not quite a Quinjet, but something like a Quinjet. He wakes up to a movie screen of Iron Man telling him, hey, buddy, we're so sorry, but you are ruining Earth, so we're sending you to a safe planet. And then he gets mad and he smashes the ship and then the ship crash lands on this place where it's basically, you know, cut to Ragnarok when Thor is being like all these different people are trying to take take over Thor. Okay. Same deal with Hulk. And he ends up with a little mind control thing on him. And then he has to go fight in these gladiatorial combat things over and over and over again until he starts winning and winning. Okay. It's just it's a lot less funny, but it's totally it's yeah. the same. It's the same story. Yeah. So if you want to get a little into what Hulk was doing before Thor showed up in Ragnarok, watch Planet Hulk on Hulu. Yeah, I will. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's very good. So anyway, sometimes I can get her to watch Planet Hulk when she asks for Hulk, and sometimes (laughs) she will watch a fair amount of Ragnarok with me, but once Hulk goes away, she is not so interested. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't care about about when he's... Not big and green. Yeah. So I get a solid. <laughs> Who does? I get a. I get the solid second twenty five percent of the movie I can watch with her, and she's into it. Yes. <laughs> well, just watch him fight Thor, and then skip until they're on uh, Asgard again. <laughs> does he end up as Hulk on Asgard? Yes. It's briefly. been a while since I've been allowed to watch the end. <laughs> yes, briefly, and he probably doesn't doesn't wouldn't see him enough to uh, get her to let you watch it. Well, it's like. When she first started asking to watch Hulk, I was like, oh, we'll watch a Hulk movie. But then I remembered CGI was too expensive at that time. Even in the first Avengers, CGI was too expensive to have Hulk in the movie that much. Yes. (laughs) The movie's called The Hulk, and the Hulk is in it for a total of like 10 minutes. 
Yes. But the Eric Bana one. is Edward Norton and yeah. Eric Mana. I don't watch Edward movies. Norton because yeah. Edward Norton can go suck a dick and oh, choke okay. to death. Okay. <laughs> I, heard he's a, I heard he's an asshole. I didn't know that you felt that strongly about him specifically. Oh, I, hate, I, hate, I hate Edward Norton. <laughs> I hate him so much. But anyways, before we get too far off of it, mm. um, huh. when, you, when you're into it, um, give Punisher Season 2 a try and give Daredevil Season 3 a try. Okay. I'm, I, will I think they're both worth it. I fully loved the first two seasons of Daredevil. And I loved, I mean, I told you, I was texting you throughout watching Punisher. That just yes. changed the game for me. That was so good. That, that's why I wanted to kind of bring it up and get your feeling for it. Cause I'm like, hmm, part of me feels like he hasn't seen any of these because he has not mentioned it. Yep, I would have because I yep. absolutely have not seen him. I won't watch it tonight because I'll be too drunk by the time I go to bed. But uh... Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. And if you do decide, I would try and do Daredevil first. Okay. Just because it happens chronologically before Punisher. But if you if it ends up not being your thing, you can watch season two of Punisher and not be lost at all. Okay, I'll give that I'll give that a shot. I feel like there may or may not be a renaissance of these shows once Disney launches their streaming service this year, because that's this year, right? Uh, this year or next year, and they actually own Hulu at least partly. Like, and so Hulu's actually been in the talks of getting them. It's called Disney Plus, and it's coming out this year. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm watching that cautiously. Um, if too. all it is is the movies, I won't care enough to subscribe. They have, oh, exactly. have like four or five good like Marvel and Star Wars TV shows for me to be interested. No, I'm saying I'm saying full Disney. If I'm going to be paying you a monthly fee, you have to give me everything you own, basically. Oh yeah, but see, from even for me, that wouldn't quite be enough. But I don't have a kid. Yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you go, you know, you go on HBO, you can watch everything HBO. I mean, not, Ever. yeah. not quite everything because they have to digitize certain things and that's understood, you know, really good HBO shows that lasted one season in 1991. They're not quite there yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they're on their way. They're adding more and more of those as they go along. You, you pay for HBO, you get all of HBO. There's no like some of this, yeah. some of that. Like for Disney, you you have to give me Disney. I want to be able to get on the Disney streaming service and watch even Stevens. Oh, okay, yeah, you're going even deeper than I was thinking. <laughs> I want, I want, <laughs> I want Disney. But uh, yeah, I mean, so hopefully we'll they they do that because I I mean, they at the very least they have to put every single um, like movie that they've have all the Marvel ones, all the Disney ones, all of them, all the star Wars. Yeah. All the star Wars, all the Marvel, all the kids movies. If those aren't all on there, then mm-hmm. it's just going to die. quick. <laughs> I think I, I have a feeling I'm still 50, 50, but I have a feeling that it's going to die <laughs> in general, as much as Disney is, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world. They just, yeah, that, that that's why they're going to need to, within like the first six months, going to have to not only have all of their content, but also have like good, uh, like streaming only TV shows. Because and, otherwise, and so many. And a good, yeah, good, good UI and bug free. 
Mm-hmm. If it's going I think down that all the time, it's what kind of hurt Hulu for a while. Now mm-hmm. Hulu's pretty big, but I mean the the UI just always was worse than like Netflix. Yeah, and Netflix still I think is by far the best UI. Netflix uh, is the best UI, even though they've made several missteps lately as yes. far as trying to force you to watch other things that you're not trying to watch. Yes. Hulu is getting better, even though there, there's a lot wrong there. But, yeah. um, yeah, with Disney, I mean, I feel like they should have stayed in their lane. They're good at making content. They're not good at distributing it. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's going to get to the point where when, when, you pretty much only had Netflix, and then Hulu was just becoming a thing. I don't have the numbers to back this up, but I can almost guarantee you that pirating went to like an all-time low. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, okay, I'm just, you know, instead of going through the work of finding a good copy of this that's not like shot via cell phone in some non-English speaking theater with yep. the wrong subtitles, I'm just going to pay... Netflix eight dollars a month and watch it. Exactly, I had this now, with, with streaming services. I used to spend a lot of time and effort pirating music. Yeah, and not in a, in a less buggy way because I was really bad at LimeWire and stuff. But I would like <laughs> rip YouTube MP3s and then clip them down and put them into iTunes and you know do all this editing on it. And I'd spend like ten minutes per track doing this to get music. And then it eventually was like. Phew, or I could spend not that much money per month and just have a streaming service. Exactly. It kind of felt like there was this brief golden age with both with all like streaming services for movies, streaming services for music, and then um, online video games where you had these good services, and there wasn't very many of them. Mm-hmm. But then on all three of all three of those facets, there's now more and more companies trying to get into it. So far, music seems to be the one that's been impacted the least because there are, are now like so many music services, but they still all seem to be relatively like a good like library and the cost hasn't seemed to gone up too much. Yeah. All of those, it comes down to, cause I've, I've been with several at this point. I have had three in the last two years as like, no, I'm all in on this, whatever. Um, and so the biggest difference is just it's UI and UX. Yeah. It's not price. It's not what they have. It's UI and UX. That's that's all it is. Yeah. That's what I've noticed, too. Because right now I pay for Amazon Music, though I think once my current thing is up in a couple months, I'm going to switch to Spotify. And then my brother uses Spotify. And we can pretty much get the same music on both of them. It's just usability and all that. Mm-hmm. How easy is it? So the big the big issue we're having in my household with the music thing is that it's a problem we have in a lot of ways with different things. But my wife and I each have separate Amazon Prime accounts. Oh, really? And, yep. We should have one. But the problem is... At this point. <laughs> the problem is that I have an Amazon household with my mom where we share oh. we share the cost of Amazon Prime. And oh well, that's not so bad then if you guys are sharing it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. price wise and all that, yeah. But um, so, but when you make an Amazon household, you can only have two parents. Anyone else that's a part mm-hmm. of the household cannot be an adult; they are considered yep. a child. Talk about pain in the ass. <laughs> uh-huh. So the reality is that at some point, I need to 
tell my mom like, Hey, it's been real, but I'm kicking you out because yeah, you need to make Christine a parent on it for her to actually do much with it. Right. And then she can cancel her prime account. And I'm the only person who can't cancel their prime account because I have purchased too many movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a lot. I have every Marvel movie I have purchased on prime, so I cannot cancel that account. Yeah. It's getting close to that for me. Like if I go to my video library, like TV show wise, I just have three episodes of one TV show. It's not too bad, but then that's where most of my video purchases are. Though with movies anywhere now, I have a hard time telling sometimes which ones are on Voodoo and which ones are on Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't delved deep on that, but I'm not watching on a computer, so that gets tougher. <laughs> Honestly, it's still it, it, with uh, the movies anywhere works pretty damn good in that if they are connected i've never installed it on on my uh fire tv but it makes it so that i just go to my amazon account and it has all my voodoo movies just on Mm. there okay well i also don't comparison shop and i basically only started buying movies once i got my prime account yeah i i would say i don't comparison shop but it's one of those things where i used to I still do sometimes if I just am bored of wasting time at Best Buy. If I see like a cool looking blue Blu-ray case mm. and it's on sale, sometimes I'll be like, neat, and I'll buy it. And oh, then that works with movies anywhere? Like, well, because a lot of times the ones I buy end up having voodoo codes. So oh. it'll be one of those things where it's like, oh, you get a Blu-ray and then a DVD and then it also comes with this digital copy. And huh. so the digital copy will normally have you go to one of whatever websites and put it in, and then you get a digital copy. That's the main thing. I don't really care about the DVD because I don't have a DVD player anymore. But, I mean, I guess my PS4 can play it, but yes. DVDs anymore cost almost the same as Blu-rays. So I just don't <laughs> think about that. It's like a few dollars difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, normally what you can find Blu-ray versions with digital copies. I, I still try check. not to because like, I don't know. I try and not be wasteful and it's like, it, I'm going to, I'm buying this because I think the case looks cool, but I'm never going to put the disc into the player. Right. I'm only going, I'm basically going to sit on my shelf and I'm going to use it, use the, code to put it on one of my accounts right so it's like why am i why am i buying this no this is just the biggest waste of resources that i can think of but i still do it sometimes yeah it's like buying a starbucks card when you have the app and you you buy the card so that you can hold it i mean or no a better example is when people give you an amazon gift card every christmas this is how it goes when i'm at um, my wife's family's house for Christmas at some point, every single person in the room has been given an Amazon gift card. Every single person pulls out their phone and scans the Amazon gift card into their account. And then they can throw the card away. Mm, Yeah. And so it's been in their possession for 30 seconds by the time it is worthless and a literal piece of trash. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but it was important that someone went through the motions of handing them the card. Yeah. that That's something where with younger kids in my family, I still do it. But with 
like coworkers or whatever when it's like time to give gifts anymore <laughs> i normally just will end up getting like a a gift bag that i normally reuse mm. like because then when i get gift bags I, i'll save them and then i'll normally skip putting like the paper in yeah cuz i'm like i'm literally buying trash to mm-hmm. stuff in this bag that is just going to get thrown away the second someone uses it yeah exactly this all goes into my weird alone thing where i don't like getting gifts and i don't like giving gifts and then even if there has to be a gift exchange going on all of the this is from like a dilbert cartoon strip in 1995 i remember but it was something like hey instead of giving you a gift that i've like wrapped up with paper you're gonna throw away can i just put a towel on it and then rip the towel away when it's time for you to see the gift and then take the towel home because it's my towel. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you're not making it special. Like, no, it's still special. You, you I'm get still s- giving you a gift. I and still you still get the surprise it. of having the gift. Yeah. Ta-da, I ripped away you're the towel. You're just not ripping it. You're just not wrapping it in literal trash. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's 11,000 yeah. reasons why I don't like celebrating my birthday, and one of them is is that kind of thing. Yeah. Just... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew how strongly I felt about this until just now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it kills me every time I wrap a gift. It's like, oh, why can't I just bring this and either let do something like what you do and just have a temporary covering over it, um, or just give it to someone at the right time and have them appreciate it. Yeah. Or something John Roderick's talked about, and I don't have enough of these things around to actually do it, but he talked about at some point, like he would just take out an old map that he had because John Roderick is John Roderick and he has drawers full of maps. And so he'd pull out a map and be like, well, this map is no longer up to date and I have a better version of it. So I will wrap a gift in this map. Oh, that's, actually really clever so he didn't take something and turn it into trash he had a piece of trash and he used it to turn into trash yeah no i mean because it's something you already have yeah no that's a much better use than i would have thought of i would have probably thrown the map away exactly (laughs) and so it's a good use it's a cool it's a cool looking wrapping paper and someone else got to throw his trash away for him Yeah, gets a safe space in his bin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I was listening to one today where he was talking about how he has a whole hope chest full of all of the Levi 501s he's ever owned. Oh, wow. It's like all the Levi's over 40 years. It's about 35 pairs of Levi's. Jesus. Man, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, John Roderick. John Roderick is a guy who I would enjoy knowing. <clears throat> I have this, I try and take take census of this in the podcast I listen to. I love listening to Max Tempkin on a podcast. I would hate to spend an afternoon with Max Tempkin. He would yeah, bother, I don't think I would. <laughs> he would bother me to no end, and I would, I would run out of things to talk to him about very quickly, and I just, like, in person, stay away, Max Tempkin. I don't want to see you. I love listening to you online, though. John, yes. John Roderick, I want to spend an afternoon drinking coffee in his house. 
I just want to see the house. I want to drink two pots of coffee with him and just bullshit for and just a, just bullshit an, an and look around. Yeah, because I'm sure he has a house where I could point to something, and go like, "Huh, what's that?" And then he talks. I need to have some sort of story. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could see that with him. Yeah, Merlin, I'm still up in the air about whether or not I would enjoy Merlin in person. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I love I love him so much, but. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, bud. Mm-hmm. Take and, a Xanax and calm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because in person, I hear he's worse. Now, his his uh, monthly meetup is going to have to move somewhere else because the comic book shop that he used to use has closed. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So, because that's been something since you started listening to him, I've been thinking like, you know, Zach and I could get together, take a trip to San Francisco one night and go to the Ungainly X-Man meetup and meet Merlin Man. <laughs> that'd be interesting we live an hour and a half away from the guy it would be to, very easy to meet him it would be very easy drive 45 minutes to pleasanton and take bart into sf and catch an uber exactly it would be incredibly easy yeah but yeah i would be on the fence I, he's another one where i feel like i could either end up talking to him and really hitting it off or talk to him for five minutes and then be like run out of things to talk about. Yep. So I never go either way. (laughs) So I've never gone to the X-Men meetup. Plus I don't know anything about X-Men. So, you know, Oh, you don't know anything to know about X-Men. It's just, (laughs) he says that every time. (laughs) Says it every time. He's like, no, no, no. It's just like, it's just cool people getting together. Yeah. See, Alex, I don't want to I don't want to meet Alex. I've known many Alexes in my life. Cuz Alex is our age. Yeah. And I don't I Yeah, don't I, I don't have anything. I'm like, you know, I could probably be okay with them. I I know I don't care necessarily for listening to her sometimes. Just not because I don't like her, just because it, sometimes like with Merlin, it's like Okay, you're just like a walking ball of anxiety. Yeah, exactly. No, I, which I feel bad about, yeah. but at the same time, sometimes it's just like, oh, just take a breath. Yeah, no, I have nothing against Alex. Just, just like you say, I could, I could uh, sit next to Alex on a plane, and that'd be, that'd be fine. Yes, have like some small talk with him and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I don't much worse plane mates. <laughs> I don't want to go to dinner with Alex. No. <laughs> And I'm certain she doesn't want to go to dinner with me, so luckily that uh, dodged yeah, that yeah. bullet. <laughs> it's by a mutual feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After I sent them the giant Asian sticker, I just know better than to talk yeah, to them I at all. That, that, they were, I, I remember listening to that episode, and they were very confused. If you ever listen to the next episode, I get, oh, like, I, my face turned beet red when it came up again and they addressed it. Oh, I don't think I listened to the next one. Oh, the next one after that, Merlin was like, well, did you guys, I heard, I kind of saw that you guys like met up with your giant Asian sticker guy. Like, do you want to give everybody some follow up? And then Max says something along the lines of like, Oh no, that was, that was really, that was really stupid and not even worth thinking about. Oh my God. (laughs) And then, rude yeah and then that was the end of it and I was like oh I'm so <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> I thought it was kind of a funny little thing. I thought it was too, but yeah. it turns out that's not how it came across. And that's all that really matters. I mean, they ask, they they open themselves up to getting sent weird shit, and then they yeah. get confused when they get weird shit. Yeah, apparently I uh, I took the cake on weird shit to send them. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Did, did you ever um, get your secret Santa from their little thing? I did. Oh, okay. I know you you sent me a picture. Christine got the shirt. She got the shirt, which is now my shirt. Yes. Um, I got a beautiful, wonderfully thought out, a a wonderful present, and I felt so bad. Nice. I felt so bad about what, what I what I sent. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't send it to that person. So no, maybe the no. person you sent it to also did not put very much thought into it. That's true. Yeah, it's looking on the true. bright side. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. And so my my person was so good. So I didn't remember this until I received it. And I'm looking at this array of things and I'm going, what the fuck? And then I went back and I looked at my questionnaire that I filled out and I was hammered when I did it. Oh. <laughs> so I was being funny. <laughs> Yeah. And so this person, if I wasn't hammered and being funny when I filled that out and I was filling it out earnestly, this person fulfilled all of my wildest hopes and dreams. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, it was, one of the questions was, what is something that you would never buy yourself but always want? And I said, like, a jade roller. <laughs> oh. I don't remember why I said roller? that. <laughs> it's a little thing made of jade, and you use it to, like, massage yourself. Oh, okay. This is this little stone that you roll along your muscles and stuff. So I have one of those <laughs> because yeah. my person gave it to me. Um, huh. One of the questions was, what is something you can never have enough of? And so I said, dog toys. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Once, once I went back and read it, I remembered having filled that out and then looking over at my dog, Gwen, and saying, hey, Gwen, maybe we can scam a couple toys for you out of this. <laughs> So she sent me a dog toy that was in the shape, and Gwen loves this toy, a dog toy that was in the shape of like a germ with a face. Oh my goodness, that's so cute. With like a little note attached that said, here's something for your dog. And then attached to the dog toy also was a little hand sanitizer. And it was like, but make sure that every time you play with your dog, you use this because hot hands. Which is a, you know, Dubai Friday joke oh, about. shit. <laughs> Got hot hands, hot hands. Oh, my God. Then they they also sent me. A oh, my God. They sent you a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. No, this was an amazing, well thought out gift. They sent me a book that lined up with what I claimed to enjoy reading when I was drunk and filling this out. <laughs> which I gave to Christine. And nice. they sent me an Amazon gift card. Oh, my God. For like, like fifteen dollars. Like the whole thing, they they probably spent sixty dollars on this whole gift. Whew. As opposed to what I did, where I hopped on Amazon and I sent like two or three things to someone with a note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I promptly threw the threw the Amazon gift card in a drawer because in the new year, yeah, I, I am not using Amazon as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So the gift card was no of no use to me. 
and they also sent me a Krampus um, card set, like oh. just cards. Oh my god! Playing cards. They really went all out. They did, and so then it was like a month and a half before I pulled out the playing cards to play gin with Christine. And I pull out the playing cards and I'm like, ugh, what is this? Oh, another Amazon gift card? They gave me two Amazon gift cards? Huh. So I take the Amazon gift card and I go to throw it in the drawer too. And then I go, wait a minute. This gift card matches the packaging of the one that they sent me. So then I open the gift card that they sent me. Yeah. Two of hearts. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing. So, for people who don't listen to Dubai Friday and are listening to this, this is a running joke on on this show Dubai Friday that Zach and I listen to of a magic trick where the two of hearts is the reveal. So, and it's and it's been a running joke now for months and months and months and months. So this was a very, very good joke that all of a sudden I was like, you know, oh, oh shit, there's the two of hearts. <laughs> so they just swapped <laughs> the two of hearts for the Amazon gift card. Oh, God. That's hilarious. Yeah, so there was this thoughtful note, and there was really well thought out gifts. If I had actually taken seriously the questionnaire, I... I would have appreciated it more than I do. And I do appreciate it a lot because I know that a lot of thought went into it. Yes. They looked at each of your like, uh, answers and got something to match up. with. Yes. Did you do the secret Krampus? Yes. What did you get? I got, so I was very, (laughs) I was, I did not do a good job filling out the forum. So I think I put something about like in the giants and baseball and stuff. And not much else. And I actually got, I'm assuming it's from Secret Krampus because there was no note with it or anything. It was just a (laughs) a small box sent to me from Wayfair. But it was actually a um, doormat shaped in the shape of home plate uh, colored orange. Nice. Yeah, so it was a nice little thoughtful gift. I appreciated it. I, I specifically don't put it out because... The steps above me um, let water pool somewhat near my door. Uh, Not that it's ever an issue to get into the apartment, but I've had my doormat for, like, wait, how long have I been here? Like, maybe six months, and the doormat is very raggedly raggedly looking already. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really want to, like, ruin this that early. Sure, sure. Summer is a great time to put that out. Yes, exactly. You know, another month or two, it'll go out for a few months, and then my old ratty one will go from the back, back out to the front. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, you know, that's nice. The baseball season really lines up with a non-rainy time. Yes. So, it was a a nice experience. If they do it again, I'll probably do it. I I think I might, too. I wish that they didn't rely on... uh, discord discord so much yeah it's not so bad for me because i'm in discord a lot for online video games and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah it was something that i downloaded specifically for that for that yeah Yeah. and then we ran into some weirdness because christine decided to do secret krampus also but 
because she's not a Patreon member. She used my Patreon thing, and it got oh. everything got a little iffy. And I think that she didn't. I don't remember how it turned out, but I think she didn't get a gift. Oh. I don't remember. No, wait, no, she got a gift. No, she got a gift, obviously, because she got the shirt. Unless, unless that was just someone, um, because they gave out the the secret Krampus. Um, I had it like uh, the fake secret Krampus. So no. unless it was. It was, I remember now, um, she got like some little thing to tide her over. It was a tiny gift that she got because we just had decided that she wasn't going to get something. And then she got something very small with a note that said like, your gift is taking longer than expected to get to you. So here's something to tide you over. And then I I think she got it after Christmas, the actual shirt. Oh, okay. Which was again, just like my gift. It was a beautiful gift. It was not right for her. There's no way for anyone who was involved in that to know. Like, basically, anybody else involved in Secret Krampus for the Dubai Friday podcast would have loved that shirt. Yes. <laughs> it just happened to be someone who doesn't listen to Dubai Friday who received that shirt. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Like, the worst person yeah. to have received that shirt. Yeah. So, luckily, I it fit me. So, so I wear it just about every other Friday. Is is this the only podcast Christine listens to? She listens, I think, mostly. Oh. She, she listens to maybe just this. Hmm. Christine, you could do better than this. No. <laughs> she has also, other podcasts. <laughs> she also sometimes listens to the show called Ask Me Another. Ask me another. Hmm. It's, an, it's, an, it's an NPR quiz show. Jonathan Colton is on there with the... He's the musical boy, and then there's a, a comedian who also hosts it, and it's just a, it's a they call themselves that this is the thing that makes me not like ask me another so much anymore. They call themselves a nerdy quiz show, and they're like, ah, oh, come play our nerdy games. Yeah, and all the games are super easy to mm. to my mind because I listen to too many game show podcasts. <laughs> But that so it's like you know it's you know to fill in the limerick and and stuff like that, oh, um, and things that rhyme and and whatever. But I'm too busy listening to says you, which is another an actual nerdy quiz show, where the challenges are things like everybody gets a word, an English word that is not commonly known. Two people are giving a fake definition, and one person is giving a real definition, and then the other team has to figure out which one is has the huh. real definition. So, like, the word will be Grimthorpe, and they have to figure out what a Grimthorpe actually is. I'm going to add that to my list of podcasts. I don't know if I'll ever listen to it. You don't but... have to. I listen to it every week because... Oh, God, I'm up to 28. So I need to remove some of these. <laughs> So, do you have do you have any guesses as to what a Grimthorpe is? I have no idea. I almost googled it, but I haven't yet. A Grimthorpe is a building that is that clearly used to be a different building. So, like things like McDonald's and Taco Bell and Pizza Hut have very specific looking buildings, but if those companies decide they don't want to have a uh, franchise there, they leave. 
and someone else buys the building and turns it into something else. So it's something where from the outside, it looks like a McDonald's. Oh, okay. It's actually a fabric store or whatever. Oh, okay. Huh. I think there's an E at the end. Grimthorpe. Yes. Tree model, an ancient... Okay. Huh. After Sir Edmund Bucket, first Baron Grimthorpe, English lawyer and architect. Huh. That's a very ancient way of going... Because I I think of this as a very corporate thing. Yeah. I guess he restored some cathedral and was criticized for it or something. To remodel an ancient building without proper knowledge or care to retain its original quality and character. Okay. I think of this as a very specifically corporate thing. So that's that's interesting that it is (laughs) hundreds of years old as a thing. Yes. But you see this, you see this where it's like a church and now it just, they have an IHOP sign out front. Yeah. There's a Grimthorpe on Thornton Road, I would say. Which one is that? In Stockton. The Thornton Market. It looks like it it was an old old maybe auto center or something like that. Now it's a grocery store, a supposed grocery store. I've never been into it. Well, there is... There's a place in Lodi that's Lodi. I think it's Lodi Beer Co. Clearly used to be a mechanic. They have all kinds of roll-up doors and stuff like that. And it just clearly used to be a mechanic. Oh. <laughs> there's talking about thing, talking about businesses randomly. There's a new, I don't know how often you have been down Thornton Road in Stockton, but there used to be a thing called Dollar Shop or Dollar. It wasn't a Dollar Tree store, but it was like Dollar General. In here. No, it wasn't even. It was like the only one of its kind I'd seen. Okay. And it was in this one little strip mall on Thornton, and I noticed it closed, and now there's something opening called Fusion. And I always I haven't been in there yet. I plan to at some point because I'm very intrigued because it advertises selling. What is it? Pizza, mm-hmm. hamburgers, mm-hmm. fried chicken, okay. fresh meat, groceries, and then it has a crescent moon and what looks like Arabic on the side. Whoa! And so I'm very <laughs> interested to see this 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 tiny little store that supposedly sells <laughs> fried chicken, pizza, hamburgers, fresh meat, and groceries. It took a turn right there at the end. Possibly uh, Arabic in nature. That's very interesting. Which is fine, but it I when I first saw it I thought, oh, maybe it's like the small restaurant, like a, some fusion restaurant between like American and, and like um, some other you know, ethnic food yeah, yeah. before I got closer. Then I saw the, the all the rest of it and I'm like Huh. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. At some point I'll walk into it and see what it's all about. Okay. You know Smitty's wings and things is moving? I don't even know what Smitty's Wings and Things is. That's why they're moving. Smitty's Wings and Things (laughs) was a restaurant at the top of the Yosemite block of businesses. Uh, There's a block. It's just below the Miracle Mile on Yosemite Street. okay. With China Village and stuff like that. And one of the businesses was a restaurant called Smitty's Wings and Things. 
where it was a restaurant that did chicken wings and pizza and then like a couple other things like a couple sandwiches stuff like that and good beer very good beer yeah I'm, I'm looking at pictures it looks like a beautiful place well they're selling that place and they're moving into the old joe's pomodoro on pershing just above march oh which is good for them because in their old place you had to basically be going to you had to know that you were going to smitty's wings and things in order to yes. end up there Yes, it's, I'm looking at it right now. It's on Acacia and Yosemite. Yes. There's literally no reason to go over there yes. unless you know where you're going. We knew it well because we used to live four blocks away. Oh, okay, yeah. And so at the new Joe's Pomodoro location, uh, you can end up there. And, I mean, it's right – it's so close to, like, a major thoroughfare. It's right off Pershing mm-hmm. and, and Acacia, but I never knew it existed. Yep, well, that's the, that's the whole problem with that Yosemite Strip. All the restaurants there are very worthwhile. Yosemite Meat Market and China Village and Smitty's, are, they're all very worthwhile. Yeah, I'm looking, they all have, China Village and Yosemite both have a 4.4 on Google, and Smitty's has 4.6. Yeah. Uh, China Village is, you know, greasy and carby. Well, yeah. It's nothing fancy as far as Chinese food. None of the people who work there speak very good English. Oh, and there's a pharmacy over there. <laughs> there is a pharmacy, 49er Drug, which yeah. is pretty worthwhile. I went there once, and I was extremely satisfied, which I was not expecting to be. <laughs> <laughs> I went there looking for something very normal at a pharmacy, but I was like, eh, they probably won't have it. And then they totally did. And the pharmacist was very helpful. And the pharmacist is clearly, because he's an old guy, yeah. I'm pretty sure whenever he hits retirement age, that place is closing. A lot of, yeah. I mean, well, plus, I mean, when you want to close it, I'm sure there is a Walgreens or CVS that will pay you a lot, lot, lot of money for your records. Yes. So at some point, because this guy's he's old. He's probably over 60. Once he retires, I think 49er drug is gone. Probably. It's very hard to run, like, successful independent pharmacies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Which is too... That's too bad. Yes. You know, you get your neighborhood <laughs> pharmacist that... Can spend a bit more time than mm-hmm. someone at Walgreens or CVS that has their labor slashed as tight as oh, someone God. can can do it without the store closing. It sucks so much. I, you know... It, I I want to this is one of those things where I try so hard. I hate I hate big corporate boys. And so for that reason there's a lot that I don't like about Kaiser. But Kaiser gets it done where the neighborhood pharmacists are not getting it done. Yeah, no. I I don't I mean a lot of people say talk shit on Kaiser all the time, but from what I've heard from people that work there and people that use it a lot of it's unfounded. <laughs> yes. And actually, actually now, especially where it used to be more well-founded, but, um, lately, whenever we lose a doctor or something like that, or like someone, someone's like, Oh, I'm leaving. They're leaving because they are retiring. And it's pretty rare now that they're leaving because they don't like Kaiser and they want to go work somewhere else. Mm. Where I think, 
about five to ten years ago, that was absolutely the case that people would leave Kaiser because they were tired of working for Kaiser. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't surprise me. I used to hear lots of bad shit about it, but not not so much anymore. Yeah. In my search for Thornton Market, I'm not seeing too much. It might that might not be the exact name. Uh, I know from walking down Thornton Road so much. It's oh. near. Uh, it's near. I think Fizz Bakery, maybe a little bit past it. So. Oh, okay. Fizz is who did the uh, bakery. Yeah, stuff that's what you wedding. said. Yeah. And there was some. Yeah, there was some contention there. Yeah, the yeah. I, I didn't know how much we wanted. How much you wanted to get into it. So I, <laughs> it was everything was good right up until the end. Yeah. I remember there being some. Oh, Thornton Warehouse Grocery, maybe. Thornton Warehouse Grocery. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, weird. So the sign says Thornton Market, but I guess the name is Thornton Warehouse Grocery. Looks like they literally took like either a warehouse or an old auto type place and just put one drawer on one end. Yeah. You see that now? I do. Now I see it. Yeah. Huh. Bargain wholesale. I've never been in there. Ooh, I'm gonna drive down Google Maps real quick and see if the picture is recent enough to have fusion on there. <laughs> 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 no, it still has dollar shop. Huh. Okay. There's there's this uh rest not restaurant, um this grocery store that was right next to the first place that Christine and I lived together. Uh, I'm not going to remember what it's called. It's a little grocery store on Montiablo. Okay. And that place, it was such a, it was so sad. It was this teeny tiny Uh grocery store that very few people went to. It was run by Asian people who did not speak very good English. So they had hot links and they had mild links over in the butcher section. But there was a typo on their little printer for the mild links. Oh Lord! For years, so they were mind links. Mind links! Oh my God, that's amazing. And it was also one of these grocery stores where you had to be very vigilant about expiration dates. Oh, okay, yeah. Which I mean, it's not necessarily a small grocery store problem because you have that same problem at the Safeway on Country Club. Honestly, you have the same problem at the store I work at, depending on what you want to buy. As it turns out the same one that your dad works at because my <laughs> wife brought home two things of cheese today that were expired as of a few days ago oh no because she went to the fancy cheese section and apparently people don't uh, go there often enough to check yes it's one of those things where the people who run the store assume that everything's fine because there's enough turnover but in actuality there is not enough turnover yeah, and there's probably someone in one of those outer departments that's technically supposed to be looking at it who probably one day says, eh, mm-hmm. and decides to skip it for a week. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. it. It was fine. We ate the cheese. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, if you're using it that day and it's a day or two out of date, I mean, it's probably not a big deal. Yeah. I think the worst thing I found one time, I forget what I was looking for, but... I was telling myself I should just go to Trader Joe's and get it because it was some health food thing. But I'm like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll use my store. I'll support my store. And I grabbed something. I forget what it was, but it was like 
three months out of date. Yikes. Like, never mind. And at that if point, it was the, like a week, maybe. Yeah. But. And, he, and then that, like, the preposition is very important. Like, sell by versus use by versus yeah. best buy. So, like, for ours, it was all, it said best buy on both of the cheeses. Best buy a couple days ago. Yeah. So it would have been better a couple of days ago. It, it's not bad now, but yes. use by. Is, yeah. <laughs> you you want to make sure you use it by that date. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had that with like um, the almond milk I buy where sometimes it'll be like, you know, and it probably depends on how I've stored it and how they stored it before I bought it. But sometimes the best by date, like a week and a half, two weeks later, I'm still using it. Mm-hmm. Other times I open it, you know, three or four days after, and it's like, oh, never mind. This is going down the sink. <laughs> <laughs> One time I bought, this was at Food for Less, I bought sour cream in the, you know how they make the sour cream, the daisy sour cream in the squeeze tubes now? Yes. Which is the best thing, the best idea anyone's ever had. Yes. It's also the worst idea because I eat way more sour cream than I used to. Exactly. So I got one of these. We open it up and it's just liquid. It's not sour cream. It is. Oh my it God. is a liquid. And so I go through the whole rigmarole of going onto the Daisy website to complain. Yeah. Someone contacts me back and it, they say this is something that happens when a distributor or the grocery store has frozen it and when they're not oh. supposed to. Because huh. if you freeze sour cream and then thaw it, it is a liquid. Oh, I did not know that. So they're like, you know, obviously this is not your fault or your problem. So they sent us a bunch of coupons for free sour cream, like way too many coupons for free oh. sour cream. I mean, that's pretty awesome, but yeah. Yeah. And then I have that's to, those... I have to assume that they dealt with the grocery store or the distributor in some way that... <laughs> Yeah, hey, stop fucking freezing our shit. <laughs> yeah, like led to someone not making money or something like that. Like they charged them money or something. But that was very interesting. That was one of the very few times where I've taken things like, you know, I've got a mind to complain about this. And then I actually did, and something came of it. And Yeah, you actually got, got something yeah. for it, yeah. And it all, it all seemed fine because it was just like, you know, once we tried to use the sour cream and it just came out as this liquid, it was like... Well, this just ruined taco night. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And that's something where you think, like, at most, you expect to get, I'm sorry, here's an emailed coupon for mm-hmm. a free sour cream. Yeah. Yeah, no, they mailed us a whole bunch of very, very nice coupons. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was like three or four free sour creams, and then like three or four $2 off sour creams. Oh my god. <laughs> Didn't have to pay for a sour cream in a while. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, not too long ago, we had a, like, a a year and a half ago, my mom made a joke about uh, having family puzzle nights, and we started randomly saying, the family that puzzles together stays together. (laughs) And so I called her bluff on it, and I bought a bunch of puzzles off Amazon. Okay. And we finally, as... it's been a month or two. We finally decided to start building one, and we finished it, and there was two pieces missing. Oh. And so my dad, mostly as a joke, emailed the – took a picture of it and emailed the manufacturer, which happened to be a 
like family-run operation, and said, "Man, it really would have been nice if we could have finished this puzzle." And the guy actually asked for the address and sent the two pieces that were missing. What? Yeah, it's crazy. So I vowed that next time I want to buy a puzzle, I'm going to buy it from them. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the way that you build a customer base. Because no, uh, my dad did not expect it. He just thought maybe he would get like a, I'm sorry. And if he was really lucky, maybe get like a smarmy answer back that he right. could laugh at. He was mostly blowing off some steam about it. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, in the scheme of things, it's a, you know, it's a fucking puzzle. No one actually cared <laughs> that much that there was two pieces missing. We weren't going yeah. to, you know, hang it on the wall or anything. It was a puzzle. Yeah. It was just something to pass the time. The two pieces being missing didn't really ruin the experience in any way. But... So, did you listen to the most recent Roderick on the Line, the live one? Yes. I don't remember if it was in that one, and I think it was. But when John was talking about how they're a puzzle family, was that in that episode? Uh, I don't recall it happening in there. Okay, it's... it's it may matter. have... So in some Roderick on the line, and well, I think it was the most recent... Excuse me, but I'm not sure. He... Yeah, yeah, I think it was that one. John talked about how it turns out that they... The Roderick family is a puzzle family and they get like very high pieces count puzzles and they put them oh, together. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't. Cause he was talking about getting like 1500 piece puzzles. Or yes. Something. So the puzzle that he talked about, it just, this is something I meant to talk to you about this, but I wanted to wait until I knew that you had heard the episode. Um, he said, we got Vincent van Gogh's starry night. Yes. Okay, yeah, it's it's coming back now. <laughs> and we started it, and it was impossible to do, and so we just didn't do it. And it was one of the first times that we just we just didn't do the puzzle. Last mm, April or May, my wife gave me that puzzle, that specific really? puzzle that he was talking about. Oh my god! <laughs> it was on the table for a while. I was working on it. Holly kept ruining it by taking pieces oh, yeah. off of it. Mm -hmm. And so that puzzle has been sitting above our kitchen cabinets since then. And so then after I heard John Roderick's story about giving up on that puzzle, I was like, okay, so I need to climb up there and take that puzzle down and throw yeah. it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just not do the puzzle anymore. No, that sounds awful. Because if they're a family that loves puzzles and they puzzle and all they the time and they can't do it, well, I have no, I have no reason bothering. Well, and I mean, you look at look at the painting of Starry Night, and it's like I can see why you would never be able to finish the puzzle. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I love Van Gogh. That's why we got the Starry Night. I love Van Gogh. Van Gogh is my yeah. favorite artist. Impressionism is my favorite style of painting. You know, there's a hundred reasons why we got Starry Night, but just to hear. That that like it like unshackled me and gave me permission to climb up there yes. and throw away that puzzle. I I, no, I normally when I buy puzzles, I normally try and stick to like around a thousand pieces. Because mm -hmm. anything more than that, I feel is pushing pushing the level that I'm going to want to deal with. Yeah, and we're a game family. We like playing games. I've got a whole bookshelf here to my right that is full of games. Yeah, <laughs> and and so part of that is doing puzzles, but 
you know, I feel okay now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying he goodbye. Pretty much gave you gave you permission. Mm-hmm. So thank you, John Roderick. Yeah.